0: Sportsbook app. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan. We're at Four Peaks in Tempe. We got Petey still in his in-laws' basement. Oh, We're getting beer, we literally have a beer delivered. Delivery. Good service here, at P.D.'s brewery. Yes, cheers! And we are thrilled to welcome a very special guest today: Tempe Council Member Randy Keating. Randy, thank you so much for joining the show today, and, and cheers! Yeah, I feel like you guys yes, yeah. should tell us. Yes, we definitely should. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, <laughs> I know wow. it's 11.04 a.m., but, you know, why not? We did not plan the timing of that delivery, by the way. <laughs> um, well, welcome to the show, first of all. Yes. What brings you to Four Peaks today other than to hang out with
1: us? Well, thank you for asking me that that very <laughs> astute question. I will be here later on today at uh, 6 to 8 p.m. for the Cha-Ching Chavez beer release with Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And what this is, I'll just read it from from their event it's joined the arizona humane society and the crew of the of holmberg's morning sickness for the re-release of the special brew that benefits homeless pets of the arizona humane society
0: oh so i'll I be love here that. to have right. a
1: beer and support you know the humane
2: society yeah All right. so randy keating is already a favorite of the show because he's a dog guy
1: here for pitbulls you're a pitbull guy huge pitbull guy they're the best dogs. they are the best I, i've had two i have one right now and um Love them to death. They get a bad rap. I work over
2: at the shelter in Maricopa County. Oh wow, that's what most of the dogs are over there. There's some form of pit bull because people are afraid of them, so they they end up being the hardest dogs to adopt. And they are. They have. They're they're really sweet dogs. They, yeah. They're incredible personalities. So. It's a,
1: it's a shame, but you know I'm very appreciative of the Arizona Humane Society doing what they can and anyone that does what they can to to break that stigma and get those dogs adopted. Mm. Cool work.
2: By the way, are you allowed to day drink? This is, this is all good? As, as
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't have mentioned that it's only 11 o'clock in the morning. But uh, yes, I, I, I am allowed.
2: <laughs> Petey's Five drinking too. Somewhere.
1: right? Yeah. Petey, what do That's you great. have? I've got the wow, which I brought. Love, love it. Oh, very good.
0: That's what happens when you road trip. You can pack a cooler four peaks across the country. So love that.
3: So Randy, before we get started, give people a little sense of where you're from, who are your favorite teams? Tell us a little about your sports fandom, because we are a sports show at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, happy to do that. I'm from Lansing, Michigan, so I grew up and remain, unfortunately, a long-suffering Detroit sports fan. <laughs> uh, we did have some success with the, uh, the Red Wings in the, in the 90s and early 2000s, and, of course, the 04 Pistons. That team was magical. Uh, I've lived out here in Tempe for almost 20 years. will be 20 years in April, so I've adopted all the Arizona teams as well. Um, you know, Detroit sports first but Arizona is a very close second. I will say this I was at um, Game 7 when the Red Wings the Coyotes played the Red Wings I think it was 2010. Seemed
0: like they always were playing the Red Wings yeah. for a stretch yeah, there. That was Chris
3: Gallop Game it, 7. It, 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 it didn't go well.
1: It, well, the, the Red Wings <laughs> won, and I was there with a bunch of Red Wings fans, but I was secretly <laughs> rooting for the Coyotes <laughs> because they were, that, at that time it was unclear whether they were going to stay in Arizona and I wanted them to win so that the fan base would be energetic and they, they would stay here. They ended up staying anyway, but uh, I am, a, a much back then as I am now, very much a Coyotes fan. One well, more
3: question, Randy, is how do you go from how do you get into this? How do you become a council member? What leads you into politics? What was your inspiration to get into the, the Tempe City Council?
1: Well, um, you know, I just have one of those personalities that if there's, I see something wrong or see something that I think could be done better, I want to actively work to do that. So um, I, you know, it actually started off with healthcare. Type 1 diabetic, couldn't buy health insurance way back when, and now I'm very fortunate to have health insurance. But It was an issue that was very near and dear to me. So um, that's what spurred my involvement way back when. And you work in politics long enough, and you kind of wait for your opportunity to to run for something. So I got that opportunity in 2015, 16, and won re-election in 2020. So here I am.
2: So the last time I talked to you, your title was vice mayor. Correct. You are now a council member. My understanding is that vice mayor is a rotating honorary position. I don't get how that works. You got to explain that
1: to us. Yeah, it's, it changes every two years. Even though our term is four years, yeah. every two years there's a new vice mayor, and it's done by seniority. So right now, uh, my term ended in July 1st. So now the new vice mayor of Tempe is uh, well, vice mayor Jennifer Adams. Right.
2: So is there like a swearing in ceremony? So like Corey Woods have a scepter or something? you got to kneel before him, tap him on the shoulder.
1: We're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's okay. one of those skull I, and I like bones things. Yeah. I, I could know, bring the scepter if you guys need that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so when we were building the graphic for this show, I gave Randy a choice of three photos to use. And one of them was entitled Eligible Bachelor, because it really looked. <laughs> it looked like a shot where you were you know, you're going on a dating app. I'll be honest. I'm sure you weren't. Um, so I got to ask, Randy. Are you single?
1: Are you available? Well, let me say, it, first of all, <laughs> uh, my, my pictures on the dating apps are way better than that. Right? <laughs> and yes, uh, you know, 39 and single, things are going exactly as planned.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: So, yeah. so you're, you're telling people road. you are available, though. <laughs> I just want to get that out there in the universe uh <laughs> i'm not i'm not looking i okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh well randy since you're here this is the question that everybody has been wanting to know and this is you know we get asked this weekly still sure what's the state of the coyotes tempe arena and entertainment district proposal with the council right now do you have any news to share and uh, if not when does the council anticipate deliberating on this again
1: Yeah, I'm happy to speak about that. So uh, as you know, we've approved the RFP recently. I recently mean a couple months ago, however long it was ago. (laughs) seems like forever because we've had the month of July off, essentially. Yeah. Um, So we were finally able to enter formal negotiations with the Coyotes, and those negotiations are ongoing. Um, I do understand that they will be coming back. The staff, I mean, will be coming back to us on August 18th to kind of give us kind of what is the lay of the land. There's different pain points each council member kind of brought up to the Coyotes. Okay, is that the
2: Tempe City staff that you are talking about? That's correct. coming back to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So you know they've been working with the Coyotes to try to smooth over what are you know outline issues still, at uh, individual pain points, uh, concerns council members have, and then they'll come back to us August 18th with you know what progress they've made. So it is my hope, and I know from talking to the mayor and another one of my colleagues, it's my hope that this is done by at the very latest the end of the year. Um, I, my preference would be you know before the holiday season starts yeah. just because it's hard for the public to participate when they have all kinds of holiday events and things like that we want to make sure it's a robust public process so look if we have this thing wrapped up by halloween i would be thrilled help people understand why that
2: process might take so long from the outside they may say oh my gosh we've got to wait that many more months but there's a lot to this obviously
1: yeah, i mean there look any, any any sort of construction project has to go through a public process by policy uh, with the city we have to meet with. The public several times, the coyotes will have an opportunity to meet with the public, to hear their concerns, address their concerns. Uh, there's stakeholder meetings that have to happen, right? Like, I know we're going to talk about Sky Harbor, things like that. Yeah. There are individual meetings and, and processes that we have to follow to make sure everything's done on the up and up. Government moves slow. It's unfortunate, but... Um, I, and I'm optimistic that this can come to an up or down vote by at the very latest end of the year.
2: But like you said, government moves slow, but there's a reason for it. Correct. Right? You're deliberating. You want to make sure that you get this right.
1: It's, it's a very complicated and yeah. very large deal. And the last thing anyone on the city council or staff wants is to either approve or deny something based on the wrong information mm-hmm. or based on um, an incomplete picture. So, you know, it's kudos to staff and it's kudos to my colleagues that they're really doing their homework on this thing to make sure that, hey, if this is something we approved, that We really got it right.
2: I know I spoke to you and and Mayor Woods about this right after that meeting in, I think it was early June, right? But to reiterate, um, you mentioned the airport. Did you get a better sense or or, or a more uh, complete understanding of that issue after that meeting when the Coyotes, specifically Nick Wood, their attorney, were able to present their side of things for the first time?
1: Yeah. I mean, that was such a great opportunity uh, for the council to have because we've only been hearing one side of the argument. for nine months close to a year so we were all kind of waiting to see what, how the Coyotes were going to address some of these issues that we've been hearing about and in my opinion they did a fantastic job so I, it, I really felt the energy in the room change after the Coyotes had presented and I think we saw that in public comments as well I can tell you anecdotally you know, from the, the communications we've been getting from the city it went from all negative to probably 50-50 as far as you know, pro or against so um, you know, I think the Coyotes did a very good job in presenting and I think they did themselves a lot of favors with the way they did it. I
2: don't know if you can get in, into details, I understand some of the stuff is not for public consumption at this point, but I'll ask on further on the airport, were there any main takeaways from that presentation about the airport?
1: Um, you know, here's what I'll say about the airport, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm not a, a big city lawyer type, but yeah. I, I do play one on sports radio, so, <laughs> so I will answer that question <laughs> as, as best I can. Um, it's a complicated issue. Uh, looking at the 1994 uh, intergovernmental agreement, to me, it appears that this is something that we're absolutely allowed to do. Um, I know Phoenix and Sky Harbor have a different understanding of that. I can tell you our legal team is working on it. There's literally decades of documents that they have to go through, yeah. and there's all kinds of um, you know other agreements that may conflict. So there is a, there's a large effort going on in the city of Tempe's side to make sure this is something that we can legally do. Not only that, but to work out you know, something that's uh, mutually uh, beneficial and amicable to all parties, you know, Sky Harbor and Phoenix. No one wants to do this thing in an ugly way. We're a region of, you know, we're 20 of, of some municipalities. We all have good working relationships. Members of the Phoenix City Council are friends of mine. So everyone's looking to try to solve this in the most amicable way possible. And I'm confident that we'll get that issue resolved. Okay.
0: What Randy, is? We, oh, sorry, Petey. Go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. No, oh, you, you're
3: up. All, all of us sat through the, the, the city council meeting. By the way, do you guys get paid
1: by the hour? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. But, but the, the that lawyers that represent night. everybody do.
3: Oh, so. it's <laughs> <laughs> a long day. We should have put a clock on that. My, my yeah. question, though, is that we all saw the proposal the Coyotes presented, and, and I thought it answered a lot of the questions we had heard in the media. And we saw a lot of people in the community get up, both for and against, What kind of feedback are you personally getting from people in Tempe and the Tempe community on what direction they would like to see this go? You
1: know, they they want to make sure there is, I will say there's some trepid excitement about it, right? There's folks that are going to be against it regardless of what the deal is, and there's folks that are going to be for it regardless of what the deal is. But just like in politics, right, here and here don't make up, you know, the body politic. You got to get the people that are, Again, you know, apprehensive, but thinking it's something that we want to explore. So we're getting a lot of that kind of feedback that, hey, you know, I, I came into this meeting thinking it was A, but it turns out it's really not A. Maybe it's not B, but it's kind of in the middle. It's not as bad as I was hearing. Um, the counties have done a good job of kind of making their case and getting it out there. And I know they're going to ramp up that effort as we get closer to a final decision. And that's something that they need to do because, look, ultimately, we're all politicians up there and no one wants to do something that's wildly unpopular. So, um, the onus will be on the coyotes to sell it, but I think the, the structure of the deal as it is now is something that could be sold to the people of Tempe as long as it's done in a thoughtful way.
0: Um, you, speaking in general terms, and if you can't say that's totally fine, sure. but what's your, you know, now that you've kind of had more time with it, do you have a general opinion? And also, you know, part two of that question is what do you think that if this went through, details aside, what this just could mean for the, the city of Tempe?
1: Do you have a general opinion on the deal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I think the deal... The proposal. The proposal yeah. 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 So the, the proposal to me is, is rather unique. And what I really like about it, I think, the, I think the public, not only in Tempe, but just nationwide, has kind of had it with sports arena deals. You know, mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just not in the best light right now. It's not a good time to come to a city and say, hey, we want to put an arena there. Um, the reason why I think this deal is different is because it's, it's fan-funded. And I, I really appreciated how the Coyotes came up with that model. Because when people say, look, I don't want to pay for the arena, and I say, look, I don't either. But the thing is, if you don't go to a game, then you're not going to be going, none of your money is going to go to to fund the remediation of the land to build the arena. So I think that's a pretty interesting way of doing it. They say, look, Coyotes fans are going to pay for their own arena. Sure, it's going to take 30 years, but it's better than putting the general taxpayers on the hook for it. I think the main concern from from what I'm hearing from citizens of Tempe is any sort of liability the city would have. If the Coyotes were to somehow go out of business, or the NHL go out of business, when the you know the building's halfway constructed, or you know it's been only been operating for five years, and you know the Coyotes want to move, something like that. So, I know staff is doing everything they can to make sure the city is as protected as it could possibly be from a legal standpoint. And I think once that is something that we can talk about in public, I think we might see some more folks move in favor of you know, supporting the deal. Two follow-up
2: questions on that. First off, um, with regard to taxpayers. Do you think residents have a full understanding that they will not be on the hook? Because some people hear any sort of funding coming from the city and they think, "Ah, oh, we can't do that. Do you think they have a, full, a clear understanding of how all of this is going to be funded?
1: I think generally no, right? Like yeah. if you were to ask the random Tempe off the street, hey, what do you think of this deal? I, what do you think of the Coyotes coming to Tempe? I think they would say, I like it, but I'm worried about any sort of you know, taxpayer funds going to construct an arena. Most people that I've talked to is randomly at a restaurant or wherever, uh, on the street. They, they like the idea, but again, they have this, you know, just trepidation about it. So no, I don't think the average Tempian knows this, but again, that's something that's going to be on the Coyotes, mm-hmm. you know, to, to sell to people and make sure that they do know that. I mean, there are people that we get emails every day that say, no taxpayer funded, you know, to support a billionaire. Right. And of course, that's just not the case. But, you know, unfortunately, we The the pro side has not had the ability to get the word out up until recently.
2: Right. I wanted to ask you also about that, you know, that fear of, well, the NHL is not going to go out of business, but the Coyotes are deciding to move or something. Gary Bettman made some very public commitments to the city of Tempe. Both, you know, we're not leaving for a long period of time, made a long-term commitment. He also committed to having an all-star game here and shocked me when he offered to have a draft here in the middle of June or July, which is... (laughs) it's Maybe tricy. insanity. It's to that
0: me. <laughs> Except for today, apparently.
2: <laughs> yeah. What did that mean to the council to hear the commissioner of the NHL make those sorts of commitments?
1: It means a lot. I mean, we certainly Tempe wants a good partner in the Coyotes and, and the NHL, right? And the fact that the commissioner of the NHL is looking at this deal, is supportive of this deal, and is doing what he can to try to incentivize the city to approve this deal, I think is certainly helpful um, from the council standpoint and the Coyotes. And as I told you um, in our interview after the RFP went through, it's the full expectation of the city council and the residents that the NHL uphold any commitments that they've made.
3: Yeah, for me, I'm just looking at this too. And we talked about, I've been involved in different communities throughout my lifetime where there's talk about arena deals and different sports. and. I, I I keep hearing the same things, you know, you don't want to have to be on the hook as taxpayers. I think what, what I want as a Coyotes fan is I want to deal the the Tempe residents, the Tempe City Council, the Coyotes, and, and generally the state of Arizona is happy with because I don't want to see five years from now the city of Tempe, the council, or the team regretting this relationship. I don't want to see Glendale Part two. Yeah. I, I want to see this be a... a Five years from now, we look back and go, look how wonderful this community is. Look at the money generated in tax revenue. Look at the hotels. That's what I think we all want to see. So I I hope the Coyotes can present a case that makes sense for everyone, because that's all we want. We want hockey to stay in the Valley. I think Tempe gets a measurement of pride and a tax scream if it all works right for everybody. So let's hope the Coyotes can present that deal and make that appropriate for everyone. Sorry, that was more a comment than a question. I just no, wanted to get that out there.
1: No, I would like to speak to that. Um, I agree with you 100%. Nobody wants a repeat of the past in this deal. Everyone that is going to either vote in favor or against this deal is going to have to defend that vote. And it's gonna be part of their legacy on the council, whether it's again, if it's for or against. Everyone has so many eyes on this thing right now that it has to be done in, a, in the smartest, most sustainable way to make sure that, as you said, every party comes out happy and thrilled about you know, the direction that we're going in.
0: Um. Sorry, Craig. Before the Coyotes get to the point of possibly playing in a new Tempe Entertainment District, they are already going to be in Tempe starting in just a few months at ASU's multipurpose arena. Have you gotten a preview of that? And are you excited about the Coyotes already being in in Tempe in the short term?
1: I have not been there yet, but I, I think I'm scheduled to tour it not very long, like in the next couple weeks. I mean, my assistant would know she's over there, um, but she, she does a much better job at my calendar than I do. But um, yeah, I'm scheduled to tour it, so I'm excited to check that out. I would definitely like to go go to a game, you know, we go see the Red Wings player, maybe the Blues or whoever. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's, it is helpful in the long run that they're already here, kind of thing, because it's like, hey, they're already here. It, 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 until something happens, it's this nebulous concept yeah. that could be good, could be bad. So I think that's helpful is if you're trying to get the deal approved. So you know, I'm glad that ASU was able to come to that partnership with the Coyotes because ASU certainly is, a, is um, you know, very important to the city of Tempe. You can
2: forge relationships yeah. within the city too once you're there too, right? Like I know they're already working, they're working with a, a dunk shelter, lost their home that I used to work with. So they're already forging those relationships within the community, trying to embed themselves in the community. That's important too, right? oh 100
1: i love lost our home you know that's that's a great charity organization and yeah you don't you they are becoming part of the community already and i think that's certainly very helpful you know they're they're talking about um, programs for our schools and things like that um that goes a long way to, to the um for the residents paint a picture for me randy
2: if this deal comes to fruition if the arena gets built if the entertainment district gets built what does it look like? What does, it, what does a game night or even just an event night look like in Tempe? What does this bring to the city of Tempe? What's, what's, what's the
1: ideal here? I think you asked me that, but I forgot to, to answer it. <laughs> um, look, it, if it's all complete, said, and done, I mean, this is a, a destination, right? It is, you know, the, the shopping, the restaurants, the retail, the entertainment um, center. I mean, this is a destination valley-wide. And for that to be in Tempe, to be in the location of Tempe that you know, was once a landfill, <laughs> um, is, is yeah. significant. Yeah. And it would generate revenues for the city for years and years and years. Um, as a city of Tempe, we pride ourselves on spending more per capita on human services than any other city in the valley. And yeah. that's because we're a very compassionate community. And, but these things cost money. Yeah. So you know, any, additional thing, any additional dollars going into our general fund are you know, more programs that we can do to benefit our residents, more quality of life improvements that we can give the people that live in the city of Tempe. So you know, I would like to see a, a Tuesday night where it's packed and you know, everyone goes to a game, they, they do their shopping, they eat before, they go out to Mill Avenue for hopefully there's the Coyotes win, there's some sort of special mm-hmm. on Mill Avenue. Yeah. You know, um, that'd be something that I think that'd be transformative to the city in the way that the lake has been.
2: Yeah, I think about, I've been covering this story, as you know, for so long now, wondering if we were ever going to get close to the point where we are now. But in terms of location, I know it's hard for West Siders to hear this, but that was the wrong decision for the Coyotes. I've studied where their fan base is. It's over here. Both the regular season ticket holders and the premium season ticket holders primarily are on the east side of town. But when you look at this location with ASU, with the proximity to the airport, with the proximity to Old Town Scottsdale only five miles away. And then all that Tempe has to offer, I can't think of a better location for the Coyotes to settle this. This It almost feels too good to be true, but I know that a lot of Coyotes fans watching this are hoping that it actually does come true because it feels like the perfect setup to finally solve this problem, to finally solve this franchise's struggles for the past two decades.
1: I agree 100%. You know, if you look at the accessibility from the highways, where the fans are, proximity to other entertainment venues, to me, it it is a clear fit uh, for the Coyotes organization. It's just, can we make it right for the city as well? And I I can tell you that there's a lot of staff and a lot of politicians working in good faith efforts to to bring this to fruition.
0: So you mentioned August 18th is the date the staff's coming back to you and, and when you'd hope to have it be done by, but can you just kind of give us a sense of what the next thing we should be looking for from the public side, That we, when we might hear something, or is that that um, a Halloween end of year thing?
1: No, uh, the public will be involved much sooner than Halloween because um, we'll have public meetings. The, the Coyotes, for example, we'll expect them to um, you know hold public question and answer sessions and things like that. So that will happen you know, sometime in September i would hope um depending on how again the august 18th meeting goes but we're getting to the point where this is going to start you know being a a public process like a a more public process so um it will happen quickly like now that we've i mean i could write a book on this process right i mean this has been going on um for so long and not being able to talk about it and and, and just the ups and downs been a roller coaster but it, it will happen quickly once we're finally able to start you know, addressing the public directly. Once the Coyotes are, have that opportunity as well, again, you know, end of October is when I hope we have a, a final up or down vote.
0: Mm. All right, it's all happening.
1: Yeah, Randy, we can't can't thank you enough for this. Yeah, this for sure. was really good
2: fortune on our part that you were happy to be here today yeah. and you're you're going to stop by the show. So thanks for joining us. You're free to sit in. I mean, yeah. Leah's going to. Read some ads, of course, <laughs> and we're going to talk some hockey, but you have a full beer if you want to sit in and talk sports with us. <laughs> feel, feel free to hang out on the set for the um,
1: show. Yeah, I'm probably going to get going. I just not want to embarrass myself. <pretty laughs> than I already have,
2: what you know. is your sport, by the way? What's your game, though, if you had to pick something? Oh, uh, the NFL. I, mean, yeah, okay. look, I
1: I grew up a hockey fan. You can't be from Michigan and not be a huge Red Wings fan. Yeah. The best sports moment of my life is Stevie Y lifting in that cup in 97. Yeah, nice. Um, but you know, when you move out to Arizona, it's not a hockey culture here. At least there wasn't back then, and they weren't on TV because of the strike. So I just kind of got away from it. But um, I would certainly um, be a big hockey fan. I am a big hockey fan, but this is, I, I, the
0: Coyotes being in Tempe is Coyotes the perfect would, opportunity. Would be hard to,
1: yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard not to be a season
2: ticket holder at that point. So you were happy about the Kyler Murray signing then, I, I assume?
1: Uh, no, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> oh, wow. It's out there. It's out there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus. I mean, I'll stick around for the Cardinals. Yeah, Jeff, yeah, yeah. Well. Come,
0: come early I'm for your happy.
1: charity event later. Maybe right Johnny Venerable will have you on for the
2: Cardinals <laughs> show. <you know? laughs>
1: as a Lions fan, I've been through too many oh, of God. Uh, Oh, God. This is our guy. This is our year. The system's going to change him. This coach is going to change him. Now that he's doing <laughs> this, he's going to be better. I'm just not buying it. Hey, I hope he proves me wrong. All right.
2: That's, I was going to say, I'm a Bear fan, so it's been a tough history, but you, you trump me with being yeah, a Lions, the Lions fan. It's <laughs> about as tough as there is out <laughs> there. I think.
1: Thank oh. you very much. All, All right. right. Randy. Well, Randy, thank, thank, you, thank you, so you so much. For being on show. Seriously, I really appreciate yeah. it. All right, we'll talk Appreciate again, it. I'm yep.
0: sure. Yes, definitely. And as Randy heads out here, I'll tell everybody about the latest offer from DraftKings. Of course, the over/under is set at October thirty-first for this deal to get done. What are you taking?
2: <laughs> is, is it really? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just caught off like the
0: phone with DraftKings. I
2: figured Saul made a call and, and got it on the sports. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't surprise Draft. me. Over/under October <laughs> thirty-first. What are you taking?
2: Uh, before we know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to come after that. We're not going to know by October. PDs? Seriously over. Like way over. <laughs> way over meaning Funny. coming later? 2 weeks. 2 weeks. 2 weeks. <laughs> weeks. Oh <laughs> my god. Don't say that on the show, buddy. Oh my gosh. Well I just listen, my my and, and this is just history speaking, right? Just like these things take a long time if can they really get it done in two months after they just start talking about it? That that seems fast to be, but hey, maybe, maybe it would be. It's, it's no, good to be you know, It would be incredible, but you know, listen, if it's if it comes around the holidays and Coyotes fans get a, yeah. a present on the holidays, that's, that's not a bad thing either. I think that's more realistic.
3: I think that, I think the Christmas holiday season. I think by December, there's so many details to work out in this deal yet, and I think it's imperative that they get it done right and they check every box, don't leave anything unturned. And I, I don't want to sit here and go that this like this we're all sitting there pro hey we got to build this building this is it i think as a as a show we just want to say hey th- for stability in this organization they need to build a building but let's make sure that they do it right so that we're not doing this again in five or ten years and that's what happened in glendale they i don't know if they rushed to it or, or they they didn't look at all of the picture when they moved to glendale it was it it was a real estate deal more than it was a hockey deal let's make sure this is yeah. done right so if it takes another month at the front end to save us 10 years on the back end. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Just like the Coyotes shouldn't right. win one game in April and screw over their, you know. <laughs> As it turned exactly. out,
2: it didn't really It didn't matter, really
0: screw, over, screw them over. But, you know, we're, we're a big picture podcast. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in the depths of it. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you can't bet on when this deal will get done. But there's plenty more you yeah. can bet on on the yeah. DraftKings
2: Solve Sportsbook. It. So yeah, Saul's
0: in the background on his phone. Um, but download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Again, thank you to Tempe Councilmember Randy Keating for joining us. Really, really great insight. Someone commented, October 31st, what year? (laughs) 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 True. We did not get clarification. the,
2: The thing I think about with that timeline, of course, is when can the Coyotes get started on this? We've heard the projected timelines once, you know, assuming this thing gets approved, how long is it going to take to remediate the land if you get the EPA involved and and all the things that have to happen before you even start construction, before a shovel goes in the dirt, a shovel not to clear whatever's in that dump out, that is. (laughs) Um, So the sooner it happens, clearly, the better the Coyotes' chances are of getting this done in three years rather than four years because... The longer you go at ASU's multi-purpose arena, obviously the more uncomfortable it gets and the harder it is to try and build a team. That said, we know the timeline. We've talked to Bill Armstrong, the general manager, many times about their timeline, and he's been very honest with us. It takes a while. You can't just build a contender overnight. So they're stockpiling draft picks. I had this in my mailbag right at the top, yep. all the picks that they have, 22 picks in the first three rounds over the next Four drafts, which is an insane That's amount. That gives you a lot of kicks at the can to try and connect on a few players. Hopefully, they'll get a little lottery luck next year, especially maybe the year after. We'll see how it goes. There are a few really good players at the top of the 2023 draft. So, while you want Connor Bedard, there, there's also Matt Babichkov and uh, Adam Fantilli as well, who are dynamite players. So, there's a lot of talent in the next draft. It's going to take a while. I, th- I think the goal, if, if everything comes together, The Coyotes are moving into that new arena just as this team is hitting its stride, and we're seeing a team that's contending for a playoff spot. I do think we'll see some of the prospects playing in the NHL roster sooner, but if it all comes together the way they planned it, this is a team to really get excited about as they step onto that ice in the new arena for the first time.
0: It's really exciting, and and maybe that's the the start of 26 years of bad luck. (laughs) Put in the past, and let's turn a corner for some positivity going forward. Did you bring in so. crystals? Um, I did not, but you okay. know what? When we move offices, I'm go- I already talked to Emma, we're going to the crystal shop, we're ready.
2: Are we gonna have like a full crystal display behind us? We
0: totally gonna- should. Okay. Sean is shaking his head in business? disgust behind the Mac.
3: Can we do this on air? Like when are we moving?
0: We're moving to our new office in three weeks. Yeah,
2: just, yeah. just before the, well, be the city council starts deliberating. You, you
0: hopefully will be home, and Good Craig Lord. conveniently will have just gotten hip surgery, so he can't do any yeah. heavy lifting in I the would. move. We got
3: elevators. <laughs> oh, shit, we got to move stuff.
0: Yeah. Not me,
2: buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah, not Craig. Not <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we got to touch on a bit of Coyotes news that came in yesterday. We're going to dive deeper into it tomorrow, but just want to mention that the Coyotes have completed their coaching bench officially um, and have hired it john madden as the as assistant coach he was an assistant coach for the san jose sharks for the last couple seasons he's also been the head coach of the cleveland monsters of the ahl and he was a player who won a stanley cup three times so a lot you know a a lot of nhl (laughs) experience both as a player a coach a coach in the american hockey league a coach in the nhl so um again we'll get more into it tomorrow but any just initial thoughts on this hiring
2: I don't know if you wanted to say something first.
3: Well, it, it, it's interesting to me, and and I think when you when you build a staff, you want to make sure everybody has a role, and that it all fits. I think that's imperative to make uh, an a uh, uh, coaching office click and work. Um, I've heard really good things about John Madden as a person. Um, I know what kind of a player he was. He was an extremely talented, 200-foot defensive forward, kill penalties, and hard worker. Uh, you know. You're not, not a big offensive guy, but like you said, he's won. He won in college, won an NCAA championship at Michigan. He, he, uh, he won Stanley Cups, he's a winner. I'm just wondering though, and we'll talk more tomorrow about this, when Phil Housley leaves, Phil Housley's coaching the defense for the Arizona Coyotes, who fills that
2: role now? I know, I know John Did Madden's gonna take over the penalty kale. Didn't yeah. you so say he coached D
0: yeah. at, in San Jose? He
2: did, and that was interesting to me. Aside from the fact that he coached the Sharks' PK unit, which was the second-ranked unit in the league last year, and Andrew Cogliano and other players literally raved about this guy's work on the PK. I think I think Cogliano said this was the best preparation he's ever seen from a coach hmm. in terms of the PK. So that's that's a good sign. You know, if if we're talking long term, in the short term, it may not matter with the Coyotes. Let's be honest. But he also worked with the defensemen in San Jose because they didn't have a a D-man on the the staff there either. So I'm wondering if he moves into this role. I'm with you, Petey. I'm a little surprised that they didn't bring in a coach who maybe specialized in coaching defensemen to replace Phil Housley. But Andre did say to me when I talked to him about what they were looking for, they they were looking for someone that was pigeonholed. Oh, he's a defensive coach or he's a forward coach. They just wanted the best coach. I don't know yet how this whole process came about. Um, I, I actually thought that there might be some other guys that would be candidates. I thought there were guys that you know, had connections with Andre Tourigny, but John Madden is the guy. He does come with some rave reviews and maybe he will end up coaching the defense as well. We'll, we'll find that out shortly.
0: Yes. And, and,
3: I, and again, it, it, he's, when you talk to people, he, both in San Jose, people with the New Jersey Devil Organization, he is extremely well liked. Like, this is a good human being. And when we talk about building a team, whether it's the coach's room, the locker room, or an organization with the management staff, the first box you need to check is get a good person. And that's more important than all of the other stuff for me. And I want to work with good people. And I've heard nothing but good things about John Mann and his work ethic, what kind of person he's, he's going to be in that locker room, and how he's going to be with these young prospects. So I think it's a really good hire. That was the only question I had, is about having a defenseman teach defense. but hey, well, San Jose's defense was was outstanding, and their penalty kill, as you said, was great.
0: Yeah, so th- that's something we can hopefully eventually ask him when he does join our show. He had some travel issues. He was supposed to be our guest today, but, you know, we were thrilled to get... Randy was a, a, a great... We're pretty happy I don't, don't want to say today. he was a backup because yeah. that was a great no. guest, but we'll get... We will have John Madden on our show um, soon so we'll get to ask and, and date and time for that t- to be announced Monday is
2: a possibility we're looking at that so. Monday hey, be there Wow. Wow. He, he Petey
0: might finally be home. It's unbelievable.
2: Yes. Who knows if I'll um, be And PD,
0: and I'm sorry you're missing out. I'm glad you're still drinking Four Peaks. We're having a great time here at Four Peaks. Um, I can't wait to get chicken tenders right after this. Seriously, no, I think that. the entire office has been talking about that. Um, so if you're if you're watching this now, if you have some time this afternoon, come on down to Four Peaks, A Street Pub in Tempe, um, you can we're here all day long literally shows back to back to back through five o'clock to back um, to back to back to back to back <laughs> mention your friend at yeah. PHNX and enjoy three dollar kilt lifter and wow wheat pints um, so just you know get, get some deals on beer Get some food, Uh, must be 21 or older, to have beer and enjoy responsibly. And then if you haven't already, be sure to enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes at gophnx.com. The winner for this month will be announced during our PHNX Cardinals show later today. So you'll tune in at 4 to find out the winner of that. So get that. Submission in before four o'clock, um, but we're, we're very happy to be here at four piece.
2: Johnny Venable's going over the candidates right now. I think choosing. Yeah, the he's, winner, he's so. on
0: his phone looking Working very in serious. There, not even hearing me. Not you know he about, can't so. hear us at all. Um, and also we want to recognize our other partner. FOCO has got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to FOCO, that's F-O-C-O dot or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. One more event that we need to preview. Oh,
2: and by the way, yeah. It, it, Unfortunately, it's nice Craig that cannot some enjoy yeah.
0: Four Peaks today because Craig... Your hip surgery is tomorrow. It is. How are you feeling?
2: A little nervous, I have to admit. I have had so many appointments at Mayo in the last two weeks. It's crazy. I should have, I should have booked a hotel up there in the <laughs> States, saved with somebody in the North Valley, because I've logged a lot of miles going to Mayo. I have to say, though, they are nails. I mean, you are in. you. Everything is so efficient, and you're out well before you ever think you're going to get out of a doctor's appointment. They are on time all the time. They give you all the information. I almost have too much information right now, and so we are finally at the point of no return where I am going in for surgery and for proof, and I'm not going to show you this proof. Today when I went for my pre-op consult, they wrote the surgeon's initials on the front of my right hip in indelible black marker, and then, and then the, the doctor circled it with a heart. So. That's what I've got on my right hip right now, just to make sure that they don't cut into the wrong hip. <laughs> oh my gosh! Is that too much? Is that me, am I? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, no, pulling down my pants would have been too much. So. <laughs> oh my god! Buddy, really? I don't know. So how I
3: to, to
0: know. I don't know how, how to go you, on. <laughs> you, oh my! How tall are you, Craig? He's asking. I'm not answering that question, Petey. What? Well, tall I want tall no, enough, why, buddy. Why?
3: So, you're a goalie. Yeah. And I know if hips or hip injuries or goalie injuries. I yes, that's that. exactly what this is. You're five foot something. Stand, <laughs> up. Like, stand up.
0: stand up. Stand How do, like, one, once every two weeks, we get back into this discussion about goalie positioning go to go and why, 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 foot why foot you wouldn't stand up? Stand up.
2: Right. PD a stand up right. a stand-up goalie from the 70s. <sighs> you've, seen, yeah. you've probably seen film of those goalies getting beat by wingers skating down the wall. Yes, they did. But stand <laughs> up, Craig, and your hips would be fine.
3: <laughs> oh my! Pete, do you, you want to talk about? <laughs> Sit on the bench like me, and you can't get hurt. <laughs> Pete, do you want to talk about post strategy right now? I know this one gets no. you excited. Reverse VH. We're doing it someday. We're <laughs> oh go... God! You know what? I want to go on the ice, and I want to go through reverse VH. I want to do that. We're going to film that when I get home. Okay. You and Mike Smith. You yeah. and Mike Smith. Oh, no. oh God! It.
0: Oh my! Would,
3: by the way, before we go too far on the Twitter thing with all of the numbers. Like the number thing that came out on our Twitter it's yesterday. Not, on it's PhD. not out.
0: When is it coming out? It's delayed oh, till today. Monday. Soon. Soon. Oh. Next week. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No Sorry spoilers. Today. Come on. <laughs> um, well, Craig will be under the knife tomorrow. <laughs> PD and I.
2: <laughs> Terminology. TD and I Phraising.
0: will be holding it down. Um, we'll actually be live tomorrow um, on a rare Thursday just because we said Craig can't interfere. PD and I are going to do what we want. Just kidding. Um, Petey will be driving back Friday, so we had to move our live show to tomorrow. So Petey and I will be live tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We might have some picture or video from Craig at the hospital. Stay tuned. Um, Everything that's appropriate to see, I guess. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, follow along PHNX Sports on YouTube. And if you haven't caught Craig's mailbag already, Everyone sent in a lot of great questions. I yeah. read it last night, tons and tons you of did. questions. You did. So you let
2: 6 hours. I did set aside yeah. a few
0: hours. That's why I wasn't it's like answering your texts. You had
2: a yeah. lot of questions.
0: Yes, there were a lot of questions, um, but a lot of great answers. So if there's anything that you asked or you just are curious, be sure to check out the mailbag. It's currently on the website, gophnx.com. You can only read it if you're a member. So if you're not a member, sign up today at gophnx.com. You can sign up for an annual membership and get a shirt from the locker like this one. Um, Or you can try your first month for just 50 cents if you want to do month to month as well. And and like I said, check out the PHNX locker. Lots of great stuff. And you can join the members-only Discord as well. We have a lot of fun chat. Adding in there daily, so we hope you'll become a member. Any final notes from today? I want to know, Craig, while you're still with this hip.
2: <laughs> while I'm still alive, Petey. Did you see the question about dancing?
0: Oh, yes, that was part of the, the, the mailbag. Somebody, I thought we said Monday
3: we're gonna do that. Oh, oh. Are, are we saying that? I said I'm going do it in the studio Monday. I'm just done tearing about it. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, or it's not gonna be choreography. Wait, Choreographed? Yes. I, I'm just, yeah, we're, it, cause it, yeah. I had all these plans, they
2: all fell through. I'm just going to get in and dance on Monday. It could even be a chair get dance it over it. for all I care. Let's get over it. <laughs> I don't know what a chair dance looks like maybe that's yeah, a I don't know if idea. that sound yeah sounded really
0: I don't know about that one
3: yeah.
2: I do really not know
0: about that
3: one
2: We can edit that out yeah like
0: that. <laughs> the, no. Oops,
3: live.
2: nope live
3: <laughs> well everybody anybody, we can do a flash mob on the way in if anybody wants to make me to do a parking lot <laughs> like a flash mob <laughs>
2: that I want to see that's that actually I want to see you
3: organized <laughs> probably can't arrange that Monday, <laughs> never mind
0: Oh Lord. Well also excited to have Petey back next week and then Greg will be out of the fold with his surgery but we'll we, see. We we'll might see. see and we also have a lot of exciting things that we're doing next week. We won't tell you just yet, That's but funny. just you know, on the subject. I don't of, even know what we're doing. On the thing. subject of Tempe and arenas, that's all I'll say. Um, so, thank you, everyone, so much for watching. Thank you again to Tempe Council Member Randy Keating for joining us today. We'll be back live on the Peach and Export's YouTube channel tomorrow at 11 a.m. And you can follow Peach and Exports across all social platforms because we have cardinals training camp coverage tons of wall-to-wall coverage from all of your favorite arizona sports teams at phnx sports and then of course follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes the dbacks account passed us in followers we're feeling we're feeling a little upset so we kind of need a boost we might have to set another goal but pd needs to prove that we actually cash in on the things we say we're going to do by doing the dance um, I did the maple syrup thing, so you it's did. your turn, Petey. And then we'll set, and we'll set our 4,000-follower mm. thing that we'll do. Um, and, 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 yeah, we're, thank you, everyone, so much for your support. Thank you again to 4Peaks for hosting us. Come on down if you're watching this now, if you have time later. I see already some people sitting off to the side. are going to go chat with them after the show, get some chicken tenders, and uh, we'll enjoy the rest of the day here at 4Peaks. But uh, cheers, everyone. Cheers, Petey drive home safe. We'll talk tomorrow. And Craig, good luck tomorrow. Pray for me. Pray for Craig and uh, have a great rest of your day, everyone. Take care.